Why don't we do this more often? Why don't we? Just what we're doing tonight. What a lovely night. Gee, but it's great to get together again. Show it. Is. Why does it only happen now and then? Hi, I am Linda, and this is episode one. The Inception of City of Angels Exposed, an insider's journey to the evolution revolution of downtown L.A. This is my passion project and my consummate love letter to a city that has resurrected into an exciting, dynamic, and global playground. I've created this podcast to inspire listeners who would not or have not considered downtown L.A. as a destination until now. I have opted to give a flavor for the eclectic lifestyle, past and present, that downtown offers with a mission to have people experience it firsthand. For those of you that may already be DTLA aficionados, you'll have to grant me a little latitude as I can only scratch the surface with highlights of a few of my favorite people, places, and events. As we go on this adventure together, I would love to hear about your favorites as I am on a long-term treasure hunt of exploration in DTLA, so I highly encourage you to share. Come along for the ride as we weave together the narratives of many fascinating as well as dark stories highlighting this city's transformation over time. From the Pueblo Indians to robber barons to the technology and fashion influencers of today all have contributed to the evolution revolution which we will uncover one story at a time. In this podcast series, we'll tour Alvera Street, undoubtedly the City of Angels' soul, with existing Pueblo buildings dating from the 1700s. Um, L.A. proper was founded by the Pueblo Indians in 1781, and it's remarkable to think that in a city that is so quick to tear things down in the interest of progress, that there are still beautiful vertical buildings in and on Alvarez Street from 200 plus years ago. We'll then go to the turn of the last century, where the waspy elite invested crazy wealth in the historic core of downtown, building their magnificent banks to rival any architecture in the grandest cities of Europe. And their mission was to rival, uh, in their own egocentric ways, all the beautiful city centers in Paris and Rome. So they definitely brought the materials to do that. And it is there in, in, in all its ostentatious beauty. We'll uncover interesting stories about how people of color, such as the Mexican, African, and Asian cultures, were the dynamic engines that drove the progress throughout L.A.'s history, led by their affluent dominators. We'll unveil the historic 1920s and 30s movie palaces, my, one of my very favorite subjects in downtown and favorite uh, districts, which are hidden treasures that exude more over-the-top, exotic architectural styles than New York's Broadway still to this day. Who knew that in the mid-1920s, L.A. had an efficient underground subway system many years prior to the trains coming to Union Station? For approximately 50 years, downtown was a place people came to for fabrics, flowers, wholesale goods, and maybe theater, plays, or sporting events. 
and just as quickly left, especially after dark. Luckily for downtown, when the wealthy businesses outmigrated after World War II, they largely locked the doors and left, leaving the historic architecture intact. Many facades covered the artistic murals and building fronts, but many historic treasures remain to this day. One beautiful example worth mentioning is the iconic Art Deco Eastern Columbia building on Broadway. It's a beacon with its Malachite-style green tiles and a huge clock tower, and uh, it's purported to be the most filmed and photographed building in downtown. It was built for an outfitter company originally and now houses arguably the most expensive lofts in downtown. Several A-list celebrities have loft space there, such as Johnny Depp, who I believe just recently sold, and the south end of Broadway anchored by the Ace Hotel and another movie palace, Theater at the Ace, have transitioned the neighborhood into upscale living. We'll hear intimate stories from the few visionaries, and I do mean few, who single-handedly created the traction for the current evolution, and renaissance. How did these innovators convince Wall Street and Disney to help revitalize a city center that was left behind long ago? What key events, along with one building code change, led to the artistic uniqueness of this urban lifestyle and environment? Then we'll fast forward to 2019, the current high-rise building explosion, 18 high-rises that will change the city's skyline forever. The tallest building west of the Mississippi, a 73-story, billion-plus-dollar Korean Air project, was completed recently. And for those of you that drive the 10 going east into downtown as you transition north on the 110, the, there are many high-rises that have gone up already, and the whole south end of downtown has expanded in a way that is going to continue to change our city view. There are 14 living districts, and I'll pick a few of my very favorites, each with their own unique vibe and lifestyle nuances. These neighborhoods were inhabited by our brave millennials who were willing to ditch their cars, create businesses, and live in a truly urban environment. From walkable, low-density communities like the Arts District to the European-esque, modern, high-rise, sleek South Park District, we'll go undercover to discover today's speakeasies, artist colonies, restaurants, for sure. I am a huge foodie. Food trucks, fashionista haunts, museums, 20 of which are in downtown proper, rooftops, Boutique hotels, one of which is my newest favorite. It's the Nomad, uh, close to Bottega Louie. It's fabulous old turn-of-the-century bank architecture meets cutting-edge New York boutique hotel style. It is wonderful. And off-the-grid spots that will provoke you to head to DTLA as this city's grand renaissance is waiting for you. Flashing back to the past... Why did the most successful power brokers of the first renaissance abandon downtown their fabulous creation of unbridled egocentric wealth? It's quite a story. If you've enjoyed this episode, please come back and let's do it more often. Like, follow, and comment on my Instagram at DTLA Noir for a unique look into the past and present of DTLA. We ought to do this more often. Now don't you agree that I'm right? I do. Oh, we make each other laugh. 
We make each other sing And you can never ever